two people sitting having a conversation on the internet you sit and think and wonder to yourself is this a podcast today i have with me comedian mitch valentine who is from chico correct david thorne my man what's up yeah i'm uh, i'm actually from paradise uh Parad- a lot of time in chico but chico uh, originally from paradise california man okay how are you i'm doing great today man i'm doing pretty good just uh got off work and you know decided to record a podcast <laughs> and have you on the show so you've been doing well yeah man no i appreciate you having me on um i've been doing good man i've been uh you know just trying to keep a somewhat of a schedule, man, just some kind of routine, you know, trying to stay busy and uh, just, you know, just uh, be, uh, be, a, be better, I guess, when we get through all this and uh, come out better on the yep. other side. Oh, definitely. You just got to keep your head up and keep pushing through it. We'll get through it, though. But let's go ahead and get into it, man. I'm going to pick the topics today. I've got a few written down that I've want to ask you about you know i'll ask you about it and you can give me a story or share something about it the first one is one that i've had on every episode and it's just something that i like hearing people's stories about and that's drug trips or you know any experience negative positive anything that you've experienced with drugs that someone might find interesting well yeah man i mean i'll be honest like i haven't really done a whole whole lot of drugs um but definitely, uh, definitely marijuana, a lot of, a lot of marijuana. And, uh, there was this one time, uh, in, in Reading, I was 16 and I went, it was after school. I went to a buddy's house and we, t- we did a, um, we did a Sobe bomb. You know what a Sobe bomb is? Uh, no, I do not. I've never heard of that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh, you take the weed, you hit, you hit it out of like the Sobe jar, uh, okay. and like shoots up real fast or whatever. You mean like a gravity bong? Gravity bong, yes. Yeah. So yes, yeah. The now, bomb. Okay, now I know what you're talking about because we used to make those with like milk jugs and put it in the sink. Oh man, those will knock your head off. But anyway, you 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 guys yeah. did that out of a Sobe bottle. Yeah, no, it did knock my head off. I, it was my first time ever doing a hit like that. And I, uh-huh. I swear, man, I think the weed was laced with something because <laughs> I took that rip and, it, you know, and I took that rip and I was, I felt like I was being pulled to another galaxy, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was telling my buddies, I was like, ah. I was like, should I, should I fight it or should I let it take me? <laughs> They're like, fight oh. it, bro. I'm like, ah. I was like, yeah, I, just, uh, I was a mess. <laughs> oh that's crazy the i think the last time that i have coughed so hard i was over at a friend's house and he gave me a dab and you know what dabs are that's where they yeah. heat it's basically like you're smoking weed. it's like hey we want to uh smoke meth but we don't want to get all you know geeked up let's make a way where we can smoke weed like meth and right. basically <laughs> you you heat up this piece of glass super hot and my buddy heats it up really, really hot and hands me the dab and it's this huge dab and I put it in there and it's way too hot. I take a big hit and I cough for fucking 15 minutes and I'm like, man, yeah. I, I had to like go outside. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, no, that's happened to me as well, man. Taking those, those, those dabs, dude. I mean, those things will mess you up and you know, I like to smoke weed, but like I have asthma. So like, yeah. it's, just, it's not a good mix. Edibles make me sick. 
you know? So like, I like to smoke a joint here and there, but I just gotta, you know, gotta have my inhaler ready, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know that edibles for a lot of people, a lot of people can't handle edibles. I know a few people I've had to take care of after eating edibles, but yeah. Definitely. So, so you thought the void was coming to get you after you ripped off of a gravity bong. That that's pretty crazy. Dude, I don't, yeah, I felt like I was being like, I mean, almost like a, being abducted by aliens or something. Something was sucking me out of this galaxy into another galaxy, bro. I'm t I think the stuff was laced with coke or laced with something, dude. Because I've never crap. felt like that. Like that was. I've, yeah, it was wild. I've I've never had any hallucinations off the devil's lettuce. So. Anyway. I'm going to go ahead and let's move on to our next topic. It's also a topic that I've asked everyone in every episode. We've all made them. Any poor life choices that you'd like to maybe share with us, something, you know, that might have you've learned from that other people could possibly listen to your story and, you know, be like, not make the same mistake. Oh, my gosh. Where do we start? <laughs> That's what everybody says. <laughs> you know, uh i have i quit drinking man because i i just i feel like i'm there's 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 certain kinds of people that that can just have a couple beers and, and be chill or, or be you know have, have be fun or whatever yeah um and, and that was kind of me i could have a couple beers and be chill but then but really the when i would drink i would just get hammered um yeah and just kind of that out of control blackout drunk hammered you know where you're just you're you're doing things that you would never normally do and you just you you wake up the next morning and regret it so I you know the, the 300 pound woman would you know the night with the 300 pound woman would probably be that that would probably be the night oh, wish I'm, i could get that one back you know i've i've had a couple of nights like that with i think big women yeah. looking like this yeah no <laughs> But yeah, I mean, with, with the drinking, I can definitely say that because I've had, not with drinking, but with other things, you know, that you just, you get that feeling and you try to keep going for that feeling and it's something you got to break a lot of that with like addiction and whatnot. Right. We'll go ahead and move on. It's another that I've, I've, I don't think I've asked everyone this, but I just th find this interesting just uh, asking people, what was your high school experience like? Uh, you know, I got into a lot of trouble, man. I would always tell the teachers what I thought of them, tell the kids what I thought of them, uh, suspended a lot. Finally started getting my shit together, like 16 or 17. You know, I ended up graduating earlier and, and going, to, uh, going to college and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just – I never got to really do what I want. I never got to play football, which was oh, kind wow. of – regretful thing i really wanted to do that but uh just i was in trouble man just again just telling i told a teacher to eat a dick you know <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's great so you uh, originally had wanted to play football was there any particular reason that you didn't i was a pretty athletic kid not super athletic but i mean yeah. I played basketball a little bit but basically it was just me getting in trouble like okay. my first like paradise high school man I, I i lasted there about three weeks and mm -hmm. uh it's a funny story. So about three weeks in, I found out that there was this kid that was kind of stalking my girlfriend at the time. Wow. Uh, so, I, yeah. So after school, I, you know, I, I went up to him and, you know, chat and said, Hey, you know, you need to fucking back the fuck off. This and yeah. that. Can we cuss? I hope we can cuss. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Cuss. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, you need to back the fuck off my girl, man. And, and we started fighting, you know, um, 
and we're on school grounds and and I got the kid on the ground and I'm I'm pounding on him or whatever and I got grabbed from behind and uh it was it was a cop. I didn't know it was a cop. I just thought someone was grabbing me so I hit him with the old back elbow. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh wow. Yeah, and and the cop threw me against you know arrested me. I mean uh threw me against the wall. I was I was expelled and and that was uh, that was the start of it all. Just just always being expelled, always at the troublemaker school. So I, I really couldn't play football. I couldn't play basketball. I couldn't wrestle. I couldn't do, you know, the stuff that, you know, it would have been nice to have yeah. done. But I, I but I, I always knew though. I always knew in high school, man. I, I was like, you know, football would be cool, you know. But I always wanted to be a pro wrestler. Like I was like, yes, I'm. I want to be a pro wrestler. I don't care. Um, just get me out of this school and get me into a wrestling school. <laughs> gotcha. That was my attitude. I was. Uh, I I had wanted to play football too, but never got to because my parents were afraid I would like get my get a head injury because I had seizures when I was younger and that was one of the things that I always wanted to do in high school because I felt like you know I just wanted to hit people but I never got to do that but anyway that you mentioned wrestling that is actually another thing that I wanted to talk to you about because that's a little something that I actually know about you you used to wrestle I'd like to know a little bit more about some of your matches stuff like that like what what's your most memorable match that you had as a wrestler yeah man um so that was a that was a long uh long experience uh my life 12 years uh just about wow. um you know put in a lot of years early on training uh getting in there and learning everything the right way from a, a professional you know that yeah um and he they beat the hell out of me and paid the dues man up drove up and down the state did the security, uh, set up the rings, tore down the rings, sold the tickets, sold the sponsors, all that stuff. And then to finally get in the ring, you know, that was a yeah. memorable thing to finally be able to go out there to your music and, and have a wrestling match in front of a, in front of a big crowd. Um, that was big, but the most memorable thing would have to be, um, wrestling my, my trainer, uh, for his heavyweight championship and, and, beating him for the heavyweight oh, championship wow. man it was such a big deal because here's the guy that's trained me for a decade and yeah we've been everywhere and, and i've seen him you know go to japan and, and do all this great stuff and wrestling and he's always the guy i wanted to get in there with and and to be able to to do that and you know for the for the heavyweight championship you know yeah and, and it was it was such a yeah it's such an awesome thing man like, i yeah, still dude. hold it very highly yeah that's cool. Well, like, as far as, like, matches go, like, did were you ever in any, like, specialty matches when you wrestled? Like, you know, hardcore matches, things of that nature? Yeah, quite a few. I uh, got to do a steel cage match and got to be thrown off the top of the cage. Like, oh, like, wow. Like our buddy Mick Foley. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Yeah, I got, I, got chips, uh, I got chips in my elbow still, uh, bone chips in my elbow from that. Oh, um, wow. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh. Um, street fights. Uh, taser on a pole. I got tasered, David. <laughs> taser on tasered. a. T tell me about this. Tell, that, how did how did this match go? I just just tell me about that because that's that that's uh that that's that sounds like an interesting story. Like, was there any backstory to the match? Like. I guess a feud to end in a taser on a pole match. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I have been tasered more than anybody in pro wrestling because like I've been tasered in the neck, in the back, oh, wow. in the stomach, 
and um, and basically the story was uh, my opponent at the time, uh, he would take yeah he, he had tasered me a few times. So we're like, all right, let's put that taser up on a pole, and you know whoever goes up uh, and gets that taser can use it in the match. So we did the whole deal, you know, we have run-ins and it's just chaos. And um, and I ended up winning the match, but he ended up getting to use the taser on me again. And it turned out to not just be a regular taser, uh-huh. it was a damn cattle prod. <laughs> oh yeah. man. So that... he got this cattle prod and like tasered me and I was on all fours like crawling away. It was yeah. great, you know, great, uh, great like, uh, just the scene of it all, you know, with me yeah. crawling away and he just cattle prods me right in the butt, bro. And, uh, <laughs> That's great, dude. It hurt. That is, oh, oh, oh I, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt that would hurt. Oh, I woke up. I woke up at like three or four in the morning right after that and my whole leg was like shaking, you know what I mean? That's and I was crazy. like, you know what? No more tasers. <laughs> no more tasers, definitely. Now, while we're on the subject of wrestling, I know we've probably talked about this before, but who who is like your favorite wrestler of all time? Yeah, uh, definitely The Rock. Um, didn't care about wrestling at all. Didn't care about it when I was a kid. Uh, I met a friend who was like one of the cool kids, and you know he got me into basketball, hip hop, music, and he said you gotta watch The Rock. Yeah. And, uh, so you know I knew what it was. I was like twelve years old. And I knew it was fake, uh, you know, it was it was guys fake fighting in their underwear. Like, I knew what it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. But The Rock just, man, he just had that cool factor. He talked the smack. He had that fiery ass uh, yep. comeback, that fight, you know, that fire in the ring like nobody else. Yeah. So he just drew me to it, man. And he's, you know, he's been somebody I've, I've idolized. And just to see what he's gone on to do, he, uh, I- he's amazing. I, I remember when he was like just coming out and was a nobody like with the nation of domination and stuff like that. But yeah, the rock did come a long way. If I had to pick, I'd have to say Mick Foley personally. That's my personal, but you, you probably know why, because that guy is just hardcore legend. And I'm, I'm all about the, uh, the matches with the extreme violence, because like, like you said, ECW, like, Oh, ECW, the crazy stuff that, uh, Japanese wrestling, those are always fun matches to watch. All right. Well, wrestling, well, that was a fun topic. Now I hate to take it down like this, but I had wrote, you know, you said you, I, I, you're in Chico now, but you originally, you were from paradise and a lot of people know what happened in paradise, the fire and all that. I mean, was would there be anything that you'd want to share about that experience? I mean, I know it's probably not something that you want to bring back up, but I, I'm just just curious about it. Yeah, we finally get some damn recognition in Paradise. We just had to get our whole town burned down first. No, it's it's sad, man. It really is. Um, I wasn't living there at the time. I didn't lose my house. I lost my job. I lost a lot of childhood homes, schools, lots of friends and family. Lost a lot of things. Um, it's it's uh, it's 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 just this. It's just a sad situation, you know. Yeah. Um, it's it's but the positive thing of it is to just to see everybody helping each other a lot like what's yeah. going on now you know it reminds yeah. me of that like just kind of mass chaos but like people are willing to help each other and feed each other and and you know just yeah. kind of be there for each other as we're all going through uh you know a tough time so yeah yeah uh 
man, I love Paradise, man. I'll always, um, I'll always love Paradise. It's, uh, it's probably going to be a long time before that place ever looks like a, like a town again. I know that we did the show there and it was at the performing arts center there, but we, we didn't really get to see any of the rest of paradise. That's all I got to see. I know it was, I had a blast there. The people were super nice and it was a, it was a good show. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. That was a, that was a good time, but yeah, I guess the, that, that is pretty, pretty messed up what happened there. And it's all because of negligence on the part of a big corporation pretty much anyway we'll go ahead and move on to another topic that i do want to ask you about now the adonis bro now is this an alter ego or are you in is it indeed a different person oh the adonis bro man that's my that's my uncle man that's my uncle <laughs> that guy is amazing He's amazing. Yeah. You have to get him on your show uh, one of these times. Well, he's, he's been doing a lot of podcasts lately. Oh, I'm 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 down to have your your uncle the Adonis bro on. That's uh definitely something that I would look forward to in the future. You just got to get a hold of him for me. Yeah, he's hard to get a hold of, man. He's uh he's he he has a new phone every couple of days. Um, but yeah, no, I've seen that guy. Um, I mean, from what I've heard, I, I've uh, haven't really been able to be there live for his performances. Yeah, but I I feel like he's probably funnier. He's funnier than I am, you know. Um, <laughs> he's just a character, man, and that's just yeah. who he is. And um, it's just uh, it's yeah, it's taken on a life of its own. I guess I don't know. I know a lot of people speculate that that the Donis Bro is you. I mean, I've never seen you guys in the same place, but I believe you, man. It's your uncle. Yeah, what I mean, it? you know, I'm in way better shape than him, you know. <laughs> Plus, well, I'm a Rams fan. He's he's all about that Raider Nation or whatever. Oh, the Raider Nation. I wanna I wanna ask him some questions about the old Raider Nation someday. Definitely. In closing, usually what I do is I'll talk to you about what you've got going on. I mean, I know you do comedy, you're up in the Chico comedy scene. I know I see PCE in the background. Like that. that is <laughs> advertising shameless, shameless self-promoter that's hey <laughs> got to man but yeah uh tell me a little bit more about uh pc and what you've got going on with like your comedy and whatnot well you know <laughs> yeah uh or what it was and what well, it maybe will be again one day it right? will, what it will be again what it's gonna be what are your plans because you know things are gonna go back to normal and things will get better Right. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm so proud of this PCE thing because it goes back to the wrestling days, goes back to that night. I was telling you about wrestling my trainer for the, for the heavyweight championship. Mm -hmm. Um, he was, we did a storyline where he was the wrestler, right? And this was a serious thing. Like yeah. he's the wrestler and I was more of the entertainer. Um, so the company we were involved with mm -hmm. was pro championship wrestling. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, basically his company. He was the founder, the trainer, the heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I defeated him for the heavyweight championship, I said, well, now that I'm the champion, pro championship wrestling is dead. Welcome to pro championship entertainment. And uh. so that's kind of how it all started. And unfortunately, I didn't get to do a really long run with the, with the wrestling aspect of PCE. I got hurt. I hurt my shoulder and uh pretty much was done wrestling but i just took the pce 
brand and decided like I love doing comedy like let's apply it to stand-up comedy uh let's apply it to podcasting let's apply it to like music or just whatever kind of entertainment um that I'm involved with well I want to I want to be I want it to be pro championship entertainment you know so that's how it all started I've done a good amount of shows under the under the uh, banner of PCE um Paradise Chico Oroville uh, Yuba City, Marysville, um, and I just love doing it, man. Cause like um, I love hosting shows. I think I'm a better host than I am a comic. You know, like I'm, I enjoy you know interacting with the crowd and kind of yeah. moving, the, moving the show along and yeah. getting the people to react and things like that. So yeah, yeah, it's just it's just what I love to do, man. Um, Facebook.com/slash Pro Championship Entertainment. You can uh, see all the things we've done and. Got to get you on one of those PCE events, man, in the future. Oh, definitely, man. Just let me know, dude. I've uh, I've been wanting to come up to Chico in that way and do something, you know, get some stage time, man. I'm I'm willing to travel. I've drove to, God, Rooster Tea Feathers down in, where is that, wherever that is. But anyway, it was a, it was a nice long drive for a four-minute set. <laughs> Man, I'll give you longer than four minutes, man. We'll oh. we'll get it going. We'll get it going again. I mean, who knows? You know, I'm thinking at this point, September, October, you know, to be honest. But yeah. Um, but who knows? There's still always that option for Zoom shows. I don't know if you've did anything with the Zoom shows. I haven't. I've did like I've recorded a set and sent it into the set the stab social distancing thing, but it wasn't the same. It didn't feel yeah. the same, you know just like sitting here talking to your camera like that it's it doesn't have the same effect now a zoom room i feel like that could be different but as i said i i couldn't speak on that because i haven't even been to see a zoom comedy show yeah it's it's tough man. i've seen a couple i think i did one of uh, these virtual shows it's it's just not the same because you, you you have to have those people in the room reacting yeah. to what you're saying and and i don't know it's that's what live entertainment is, man. It, it's, you know, you're, you, yeah. you have an audience that reacts to you and then you react to them. And yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. not the same. So it's, it is what it is though. Hey, yeah. I mean, doing I, that stuff and keeping it going. I mean, cool. If it makes people happy, then. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something, but at, at the same time, I wanted to do stand up comedy because I didn't w- just want to be one of those people that's funny on the internet because quite honestly screw the internet i don't care about being funny on the internet i want to be funny when people see me and i want people to see me in person i mean i don't want to be like just some video on the internet you know that's that's just how i feel about the whole you know zoom thing i mean it's not a bad thing but i'm just ready for the comedy to come back as most of us are but anyway, you had said you you do have a podcast also. Would you like to tell me a little bit more about your podcast? Sure, man. Um, yeah, facebook.com slash Mitch Please Podcast. Uh, I've, uh, I've done it for about four years now. Uh, oh, wow. People, people make fun of me. I've, I've only done 44 episodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I do all my episodes in person, um, and I just put a lot into each episode. I, I try to tell somebody's story uh, through yeah. each episode. Uh, a lot of the guests, you know, guys like Brian Cage, um, ladies like Thunder Rosa. These are like wrestlers that are yeah. have gone on to do some some big things. Yeah. Um, really, really proud of the podcast. Um, 
It's also available on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the Mitch Valentine. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just, um, just enjoy doing it. I, I really, I, I like telling stories. I like telling my story. I like telling other yeah. people's yeah. stories. It's just a fun time. So. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, this is just something that I wanted to try as well. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's fun having people on. I like asking people questions and hearing their, their interesting stories about stuff. I mean, I guess, I guess this is a podcast. I don't know. Is this a podcast? (laughs) I know. I love the, I love your, uh, I love the name. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Oh, is there anything else that you'd like to share, man? Cause I mean, we've, uh, I've come to the end of what we usually do. I mean, I've ran through all the topics, and if there's anything you want to talk about, I'd I'd love to talk some more. But yeah, man. What? Well, have you shared with your listeners uh, why, like, you've decided to get into comedy, and what is it about comedy that you really enjoy? Uh, no, I haven't actually. I mean, I if you want to know, I I can let you know. For yeah. me, reason I went into comedy was. I moved out here with my wife. I don't have family out here. Things didn't work out with her. So I was at a point in my life where I didn't know anybody. And I was like, I had done comedy a couple months prior, tried to work things out with her, didn't work out. And I pretty much came back to it and started taking it seriously. And my mindset was, I'm going to do this to make friends. And I mean, I've made friends and through it all, I feel like I've made more than that because a lot of the people I've made as friends are close like family and they've done done stuff for me. Like I wouldn't have anything pretty much if it wasn't for the comedy community and the people that I've met through comedy. So that's like a big part of my life now. But yeah, it means a lot. Like everybody I've met through comedy has been pretty cool. I've not had a bad experience with anyone so far. Yeah, man, I totally get that. I mean, it's it's very similar. The the wrestling, the comedy, it's it can be like a brotherhood, you know. Um, yeah, can be like a big family. Um, obviously, I mean, there are going to be things that we're, people aren't going to agree on or drama or whatever. But I mean, yeah. for the most part, it's yeah, we're all just people just out here, um, just chasing these crazy dreams of being a performer on stage and. Uh, and eliciting a response from a crowd and having fun. And I mean, yes. there's no better medicine than laughter. So that is yeah, true. man. I, and, and you've always been awesome. Like I said, I've, I've only known you for about a year, but seeing you a year ago and then last time I saw you and just how, how much uh, you've progressed, man, it's really cool to see. Um, and yeah, I guess, I mean, in closing, I mean, if people want to want to follow me or whatever, uh, my, my social media is at heartbreaker MV um because i was the heartbreaker david when i wrestled man i broke those hearts (laughs) we'll have to ask you about that again in a little future episode because i'm sure i will have everyone back in the future because i plan on keep doing this this is a it's a good time i like having people on and learning a little bit about people you know it's a it's nice absolutely man it's fun fun for me too man i appreciate you having me on and I, i wish you nothing but the best on on uh is this a podcast is this a podcast well anyway i do appreciate you being on mitch it was very nice talking to you and with that we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up you have a good day thanks for watching guys if you like the video go ahead and subscribe to my channel 
if you'd like to watch me play video games, you can go ahead and check out my Twitch, The Southern Reject. I also have a gaming page on Facebook, it's Southern Reject Gaming. And check me out on Instagram, The Southern Reject. Thanks again for watching and have a good day. Thanks for watching, guys. Like, share, subscribe, comment, tell me what you thought. Follow me on Twitch at The Southern Reject. Thanks. Have a good day.